Have you ever heard about water baptism and following Jesus? Why did John baptize people? Why was Jesus baptized? Were you ever baptized in water as part of your Christian faith? Do you know why? What does it mean to you now? If being baptized is a way to demonstrate you've decided to follow Jesus, can you look at your life and see how it shows compared to before you made that decision? Is there a difference? I hope to encourage you in this episode to take another step into your journey as a disciple of Jesus. Let's take a deeper dive into baptism. Howdy, welcome to God's Adopted. I'm here to help encourage you to grow in faith through stories, teaching, and practical examples so you can experience more of God in and through your life. When we get born again, He adopts us. This podcast is here to encourage us all to grow in becoming the children of God He's adopted us to become. Join me and learn to do like Peter did. Let's get out of the boat and step on the water with Jesus. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd come close to each of us as we consider and think about baptism. In Jesus' name, amen. You may have heard some of my own personal story about how I was born again while I was a soldier in the army during the first Gulf War. Well, while I was over in the desert, at one point, I was actually baptized. So I was born again, and then like two and a half weeks later, I had the opportunity to actually be baptized in water in this big, what is called a decontamination blivet for water. And it kind of resembles like one of those pools that doesn't have any kind of rigidness to it. Did you know that water immersion was a regular part of Jewish tradition. They used it for ceremonial cleansing and other reasons too. In the Jewish faith, people who are not Jewish by birth who convert to Judaism have to be fully immersed in water as part of one of their ceremonies. It's a demonstration of being rebirthed as a Jew. And they even receive a new name at that time. In Jesus's day, it was also practiced at times that rabbis, when they would become ordained or commissioned to be a rabbi, one of the ceremonies included being baptized or immersed in water fully and then anointed by other rabbis. Being fully immersed in water was part of ceremonial cleansing, also being dedicated to God. And it was also to represent a significant change. Something big was happening. So when everyone heard John the Baptist preaching that the kingdom of God was near and that they needed to repent and, and be baptized and that their life should show a demonstration of repentance of sin, in other words, turning away from sins and turning to God after they were baptized, that wasn't such a strange crazy thing for John to be saying or for people to hear. What was so amazing and special about what John was sharing was that the kingdom of God was near, and he was saying he, that he was preparing the way and that there was one coming. He was talking about Jesus was coming, and he would baptize not with water, but with the Holy Spirit and fire. So being baptized was also a way to signify to other people all around that, hey, I've made a big change in my life. 
I'm going from doing one thing and I'm going to do a different thing now. And when a rabbi was baptized, before he was a rabbi, he gets baptized and he becomes a rabbi or ordained rather. It meant that he was turning away from whatever his current career was to a different career. He was now going to be full-time minister, full-time ministry. That baptism was one of the ceremonies as part of that demonstration, as part of all of that. I just thought it was really interesting as I looked further into this. And then we see that Jesus commands us, his disciples, to baptize people who have decided to become his disciples as part of the Great Commission. In Matthew 28, 18 to 20, it says this, Jesus came to them and spoke to them, the disciples, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all things that I commanded you. And look, I am with you every day, even to the end of the age. Jesus commands his disciples to baptize believers in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Most people nowadays know baptism as an outward sign of an inward decision to follow Jesus and a demonstration or to demonstrate how you have, by faith, already chosen to join yourself with Jesus in his death, burial, and resurrection to newness of life in Jesus. How about you? Have you ever been baptized in water? What does it mean to you? How does following Jesus show in your life? I always thought it was amazing whenever I was reading through the Bible the first time, especially, that like if there was something I could do as literally following Jesus, I wanted to do it. I mean, I hope and pray for miracles and signs and wonders and all of those other kind of things. And that's great. And I believe that that is possible for any disciple of Jesus. And it ought to be. But it's not the only thing. I mean, I know there's scripture that talks about where Jesus is sharing how some people are going to come to him one day and they're going to be saying things like, we did all these miracles in your name, Jesus. We cast out demons in your names. We did all these things in your name, Jesus. And Jesus is going to say, away from me. I never knew you. So being able to do all those things in Jesus's name doesn't mean that you've been saved or born again. It doesn't even mean that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, if you get what I'm saying here. It's about the relationship. And also, will those things happen? Should those things be a part of a believer, a disciple's life? Absolutely. And I'm excited and looking forward to teaching about some of those things in the future episodes in the God's Adopted podcast. Absolutely. But at the same time, I don't want to focus on those things without never having focused on encouraging each of us to grow in an intimate, personal relationship, living relationship with the living God. I don't know why, but the Lord really, I felt like I was supposed to focus on baptism. And so that's what I wanted to talk about and share about in the idea of we're baptized as part of following Jesus. And so if you've never been baptized, 
because you made a decision that you were going to follow Jesus. So you you be be born again and have a prayer of salvation, if you will, and then be baptized and continue to follow Jesus as you learn more of his ways and what he shows you he wants you to do and, and all of that kind of a thing. And like I said, I'm just focusing on baptism right now. I know there's a lot of people that get baptized even when they're small children, but don't necessarily really know what they're doing. They're doing it for different reasons. Sometimes it's maybe it's to join a church. Maybe it's for different kinds of reasons. But ultimately, my question and my challenge to you is, have you chosen to be baptized and were you? And if you weren't, then I want to encourage you to find someone who you trust, who really believes the Lord and is a follower of Jesus, and go ahead and be baptized yourself. And if you have been baptized, if you've never had the opportunity, I want to pray that the day would come that you have the opportunity yourself as a disciple of Jesus that you would be able to baptize someone one day in the in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit uh, yourself as part of your disciple being a disciple of Jesus yourself. It, it's a great honor, and it's a it's another way that we're able to actually follow Jesus. It's interesting in the book of Acts, chapter 18, verses 24 through 19, verse 7, the apostle Paul encounters someone named Apollos who is teaching about Jesus and the things of God. There are disciples who believe in Jesus and salvation coming through Jesus and everything, and they were baptized with John's baptism of repentance of sins but not having ever been baptized in the name of Jesus. And the Apostle Paul goes ahead and baptizes them with Jesus's baptism, according to what I just read a moment ago. And when Paul baptizes them, he lays his hands on them, and it says that the Holy Spirit comes upon them even. I just want to encourage you again. I don't know how many ways to say it, but when we're baptized, something there's it's a part of our spiritual journey and following the Lord Jesus. Now, are we saved because we're baptized? No. Can you be born again? Can you be saved by the Lord Jesus and not be baptized in water? Yes. But being baptized is part of following him and his commands. I just wanted to share that little distinction there because I know there, there are beliefs out there that say that you have to be baptized in water or you're not really saved. Well, what about the people who don't have the opportunity to be baptized in water? Are they not saved? If they've trusted and relied on Jesus and been born again, I believe that they they have. I want to now share some scripture with you. I'm just going to read several different passages that are encouraging towards we should see a change in our lives. And if we haven't seen any change in our lives after we've been born again and we've been following the Lord Jesus, then my question becomes, why not? What's going on? Let me just share some scriptures with you. John 8, 31 to 36 says this, Jesus therefore said to those Judeans 
who had believed him, if you remain in my word, then you are truly my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Truly, I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. A slave does not live in the house forever. A son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And then 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Look, new things have come. Galatians 6.15 says, For neither is circumcision anything nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. In other words, what matters? In Romans 6, 4, it says, We were buried, therefore, with him through baptism to death, that just like Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we also might walk in newness of life. Romans 7, 6 says, But now we have been released from the law, having died to that which held us captive, so that we serve in newness of the Spirit, and not in oldness of the letter. In Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says, Therefore I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what is the good, well-pleasing, and perfect will of God. Ultimately, my hope is to encourage you to learn of the Lord's ways and to run after it. I always want to encourage you to follow Jesus. And if you know in, in this particular episode and everything, if you know that you need to be baptized, then I pray that you would find a disciple and go ahead and take that step in your spiritual journey as soon as you can. I say find a disciple of Jesus. It could be your pastor at your church, or it could be a person who you know is a believer and a disciple of Jesus. It doesn't have to be a pastor. I'm just going to close in prayer. If you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me at godsadopted.com. And I'll try and answer any questions that you might have. Father God, I thank you so much for the opportunity to share your truth in love. And I, I pray that, that your truth is received about baptism, about following you, Jesus, and that lives would be touched in some special way, maybe, that there's someone that needs to hear that, that they need to be encouraged somehow, and that they could be even through this episode of this podcast to take a step in following you, Jesus, and being baptized. And it's in your name, Jesus, I pray and praise you, Father God, in Jesus' name. I love Amen. seeing how our real living God is working in and through our real living lives in this real world. 
please subscribe to this podcast and keep listening. If you've been blessed or encouraged in some way and want to leave a review, please do that by writing your review on iTunes. If you haven't already, please drop in and say howdy in our Facebook group when you can. See you next time on The Water with Jesus.